And we're back. Spew Sports Entertainment Weekly. Uh, we're here. Joined by co-host Pepe, co-host Sam, co-host Will. Um, <laughs> welcome, welcome. No no guests this week, but but uh, we'll get into it later in the show. But next week, we will have a guest, guaranteed. Um, it'll come down to me. But You've been I, throwing down these guarantees. I guarantee. Yeah. Personal guarantee by Will. That's um, very guaranteed. We'll, we'll be here. We'll be here. We will definitely be here. <laughs> you can leave it up to me to say there will be a fourth. There will be a fourth. Um, all right. Wide open episode number three. Third time we're doing this. Uh, we'll get into the, these wide open topics. Let's see where the conversation goes uh, after some sports. It is Super Bowl week. Uh, the week leading up to what are we at? Like 44 or something? Super Bowl? It's like you know 50, uh, 54? 54. 54, yeah. I think that's 54. Right. We'll go with that. Broncos won 50, so I don't know how – that was like five years ago. Five or six years – or five. I don't remember. Who knows? Eagles were, were 43, weren't they? That was 2017. Uh, no, that was after the Broncos. 52. Broncos were L. 52. 52. Were these times new room time, – Eagles were 52. Times new room, or, they're not times. These Roman numerals be messing us up. Oh, you know what? We were 53. <laughs> this is 50. This, this is 55 or 56. Because we or were nobody, nobody cares as much. No one listening right now cares. Hold on. There's been a lot of Super Bowls. 50. This is 55. Yeah, it was 55. 55. Yeah, we were 53. Okay. Yeah. Now we're going to rank all 55 Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they actually become super? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like if you if you compare viewership today compared to like Super Bowl one or two, you know what I mean? Was it like those weren't super? <laughs> they knew how to play back though. They didn't have any of this 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 slap slap ass pass interference. Yeah, no penalties. You got leather caps and breaking shoulders. Real real manly stuff. They all want to go bag groceries after their second job. <laughs> so we got the Bucks and the Chiefs. Uh, I think the Chiefs are favored at three and a half right now. I think they're giving them three and a half. Um, Chiefs are covering. I think it should be, it be a high, high scoring, close affair is how I'm going to describe it. Maybe like give me like a, like a 45 to 41 final. Give me 38 24 Chiefs. Yeah, I would also say Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs by over over ten by over ten. Wow, bold statement. Yeah, I think the Bucks are going to come out hot right away, and then they're just going to stall, and then the Chiefs are just going to take off. Yeah, I could see it being a lot like the Bills game, where it's like close because the Chiefs don't settle in, and then once the Chiefs settle in, I don't know if the Bucks have the ability to keep up, especially I don't know. I was watching a little first take today, and they're talking about how impressive it is that Brady's still going. Um, they're arguing if Brady um, was done or not, because apparently Max has been saying for the past three years that Brady's Brady's done, and then Brady would play the year and make the playoffs. Um, but I think the problem with the argument was they were both like they didn't really define what done meant. Like in a way, Brady's done because like he's not good, he's like fine, but like Brady's not yeah. why they made the Super Bowl. Um, Especially like this isn't the same Bucks team as last year. 
Um, sure, he's not leading the league in interceptions like Jameis, but um, they brought in, um, but they brought him in. They have a bunch of new talent. Um, but even then, he's not like that safe with the ball. He had a rough year as far as pick sixes and interceptions, and even last game against the Packers, he had a pretty rough outing. Perfect um, in the end zone, though, where it matters. <laughs> I mean, I, this uh, this is something I've I've always said. I don't. Brady was never really that good. Mm. If you go, if like if you go through this, listen. I can understand if you argue with the, like the regular season, his teams always win, and he's always a big part of that, especially during his prime, especially mm-hmm. during the Randy Moss year when they had when he had like fifty touchdowns. Um, the issue is in the Super Bowl. Brady has never blown a single team out. Yeah, but he has some pretty good performances. The Falcons, the last like quarter of the Falcons, like that that was yeah. heavily him. I mean, it was a lot. It was a lot him. There's the Edelman catch, which was which was a pretty good break. Um, and he also threw a pick six that game yeah. earlier in the game. And then the Seahawks, he kind of got bailed out. On the Malcolm Butler interception, and then the first three, which kind of get lumped together, and I feel like don't get talked about as much because they were so long ago. I think two of those were game-winning kicks. So, like, if Venetari misses like both those kicks, um, that drops down. That he's like four and six, and now he's got, now he's sitting where LeBron's sitting, and like we all know what happens to LeBron when you're under five hundred in the championship. Constant hate. Yeah, no one you lose your rights as the goat. Lose everything. So I don't know. I mean, I'm mixed. I mean, I've I've been a very vehement Brady hater for a long time, and then kind of like my KD hate. It kind of gets to a point where you're rooting against them so much, and they're just like talented. So they're always gonna just like make your day just shitty because they're just gonna play well, and your team then rooting against them, they're always gonna win. So I kind of yeah. just gave up on like putting all this effort into hating Tom Brady. He's definitely great. Like, he's had too many instances of success for for not to be great. Yeah. The best, the goat. It's just it's just hard. It's hard when he has performances like he did this last, like the last game. I don't know. Yeah. But I love the comparisons between Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady for goat. I hate I hate it. It's so stupid. Why are they comparing Patrick Mahomes to Tom Brady? Tom Brady's career is. How, six, 16 years? How long? I don't even know. Um, Patrick Mahomes has been in the league for three years, right? So yeah. stupid. So stupid. And they're like, oh, if Mahomes loses to Brady in the Super Bowl, that destroys Mahomes' like future legacy. It's like, are you serious? It's, it's so dumb. I mean, Mahomes at this right now is more talented than Brady ever was. Just like pure athleticism, arm strength talent wise i don't think tom brady was ever like this level of game changing tom brady's definitely a thinker um and definitely like could throw the deep ball very well um in his prime but he had absolutely no mobility uh around the pocket like mahomes has like kind of it's going to be interesting to see the next generation of quarterbacks who grew up watching mahomes with how he plays and how they kind of because you see it kind of too with I guess he didn't watch it with Mahomes, but like the way Kyler Murray kind of plays quarterback and like Lamar Jackson, how like they're kind of focusing yeah. on Josh Allen, these guys who can 
roll out and throw. And even with the Eagles kind of like towards the end favoring Jalen Hurts because he can roll out and buy the extra time. Um, yeah, Mahomes is definitely flashier. He'll have more like single play highlights. But I don't know, Tom Brady was pretty consistent. It shows in his yeah, I mean, like the thing that arguing about Brady is really the best of all time because you can't argue against anything else. Like he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like anyone who doesn't think that is like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they're just a Boston hater. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want him to win. Um, really for no reason other than I just don't really like him that much. I don't know like how it affects Boston. I like it. It'd be interesting to see how they react. Like, I'm sure there's a group of them who think he like is a traitor for leaving Boston. And then there's the Brady just stands who probably just followed him to Tampa Bay. I like low key want a Bucks win because I don't want a Chiefs dynasty. I don't want it. But you'd rather have a Patriots hangover dynasty, a Tom Brady dynasty. What I would say. I don't. But that doesn't really piss me off as much. Piss me off just as much because all the all the freaking Patriot fans will be like, "Oh, this is basically our championship. This is Tom. Like, this is our yeah. guy. This is our ring right here." It's like so stupid. No, you got I'd much rather have a Chiefs and Andrew Patrick Holmes dynasty. I mean, I like. It should be an exciting game to watch, but I don't think it has like exciting ramifications. Like these are two teams a lot of people expected before the year to be here at the mm-hmm. end of the season. So there's no big surprise, no super underdog story. Um, both, I think, it's so it's so close right now how it's projected and and just like how people think about it. That like no one would be like, "Wow, Tom Brady really showed out to get this win." They'd be like, "Oh, Tom Brady is one of the best Super Bowl quarterbacks ever." Um, just in like getting this team to win, like, yeah. of course Tom Brady won. Or be like, "Oh, of course Patrick Mahomes won. He's the best yeah. player in the league right now." Like, I don't see like that being shocking unless something absolutely insane happens and you have like McCall Hardman. 250-yard game, three touchdowns, just like some insanity like that. I think the only surprising thing that could happen is a low-scoring game, which everyone would be upset about. It's yeah. probably going to be like a, a duel, which I'm, I'm hyped for. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Well, I think was pretty good. Yeah, it was like final score of like 30-something to 28 or something. Like yeah, nice comeback. Yeah. But it, like, I, like I don't know. The Rams, Patriots, has got to be bottom the ten Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't think I made it past halftime. I think I turned it off at halftime. I don't know what I was doing, but it was like so Sam was two Big Macs deep at halftime. Oh. Two big that was rough. Why, why, why two Big Macs? We got the. Uh, I was like, Will, we got to do the Big Mac. Uh, wait, what was it like? The Eagles Biggie box. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, this box where you get two Big Macs, um, two orders of fries, uh, and two six-piece nuggets, I think. I think there's two quarter pounders in there, too. <laughs> yeah. I felt like there was another burger, but I couldn't remember what it was. Was this but, um, for yourself? Well, I thought Will was going to do it with me. And then Will <laughs> came back and was like, oh, I saw the Taco Bell, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then, Taco Bell. So I had like I had the Big Mac, I had the quarter pounder, I had most of the fries, and then I was just just struggling with the nuggets for most of the game. That 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 kind of took over most of my attention was trying to get those down. 
Yeah, I would have focused on the burgers and fries. Screw the nuggets. And then we stuck a stuck it in the fridge for probably two or three weeks. Oh, that's nice. Got rid of it. <laughs> it's probably still edible. McDonald's are not a save for later type of thing. Never. What I, uh, what I remember the most, I think, from that, besides that um, Super Bowl party, was it was a room full of people. Yeah. Um, it was a room full of people rooting for the Rams, except for this one girl who showed up. Who me, I don't know who she is. Like, I don't think well knew her. She was like cussing out the TV and like screaming and like borderline on, like in tears when the Patriots are like losing. It was like I was like, no one, no one cares that you're sad that the Patriots losing. Yeah, she loved the Patriots. So losses. She's only experienced victory, except when. Yeah, she's like, she's like, oh, I'm so excited. Like, we need another one. I'm like, shut shut the fuck up. I'm like, get out of here. The amount of NBA, NHL, NFL victories you guys have is insane. Yeah, it was like she didn't read the room at all. (laughs) <laughs> and then on top of that it turned into a house party during the Super Bowl so it was a fucking mess we had music blaring you couldn't hear the TV who, yeah, who, uh, who organized this party was this a will well, party? it wasn't us no no, no. Okay. It was... are you best guess buddy <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a Joe Joe organized party wasn't it <laughs> I don't I don't remember Joe was there Joe must have been there yeah, it was it was an odd it was an odd it was an odd group it was odd energy because the game was so bad so people were like like what do you even do we're just sitting there watching like horrible football we watched the commercials which is like which is like strangers oh, yeah it was literally I was in the corner I, I knew like five people there out of like 15 it's so weird that's just in the corner of the couch just like munching on nuggets <laughs> oh so hopefully we don't get that yeah, high scoring game. Hook us up. Come on, Bucks. Come on, Chiefs. Let's see it. All right, let's hop to. Uh, let's dribble around town. Oh wait, wait. I got, I got one. I got one more question about the Super Bowl. In my transition. All right. So um, um, uh, what's his name? Brian. Who's the D'Anthony, uh, D'Anthony Thomas? Isn't that their punter, kick returner for Chiefs? Sounds right. Yeah. Um, he has COVID. Or he was in close contact with someone who has COVID. What oh, do you I think? What do you think they would do if one of Mahomes or Brady got COVID? I was they, actually just about to say, if he had COVID, right? They should want. They like, wouldn't got do that. CVS, like whatever they tell me is COVID. Don't tell anyone, and then get a room in the Bucks hotel, and just kind of you know just, like, pretend to be a random dude. Just go to the breakfast hall, like you know, just touch the. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You think uh, they would? You think? <laughs> other than that, they wouldn't play. Would be hilarious. They, they, keep, they can't move the date. They can't. They can't. So like you, that'd be nuts. If you had Chad Henney starting the Super Bowl, I yeah. think they'd move yeah, the date. Call a lot of I think they would. But I think they move the date, and they would say like, "Okay, all the ad companies, like you don't have to pay extra. It's just gonna." Be airing it's not even day. a problem though. It's the they're literally having it at a physical location with people with fans. They yeah, have everything set up. They have the press set up. They have everything. You can't just yeah. schedule a whole Super I think they would. I really think they would. They would definitely end up losing more money by rescheduling it. But for like the integrity of the brand, I think they would have to. 
integrity of the brand is to stick with what what they said. They, Do you think they might go concussion style and just not tell anyone, and then after the game, like maybe a day after, be like, "No, Andrew Mahomes has a positive for COVID." That would be an insane scam. <laughs> they would definitely, they would definitely, if they won, they'd probably get a Super Bowl victory taken away. Like shit, like that. Like if they if they faked a COVID test, especially like with how COVID. Well, what if the NFL stepped in and was like, "Come on." <laughs> We're gonna hold off on this news. Do you think they'd get like sued or be like in like, oh, by the, like the U.S. government would like step in and be like, "We can't do that." I I think that it would put a huge negative stigma on their brand if they lie. I think some I think some people would be fans of it. Some people would be fans of it, but <laughs> people who are loud or would not be fans. Like, are, like yeah, they would attack constantly. The, the majority need- the majority of sensible people would yeah. probably be not be happy with it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that I mean that'd be nuts, and I'm sure, especially those two guys are getting locked up. The only way they would reschedule, I think, is if there was a significant amount of people, like they physically couldn't play. Yeah. But I don't know if it's just Patrick Mahomes who gets COVID. Like I, I, I don't think they. Chad Henning looks pretty good against the Bills. Slide <laughs> <laughs> last like quarter, he looked pretty good. So I think that they might be fine. Who's the backup on the Bucks? Um, I want to say Brian Hoyer because I feel like he always backs up Tom Brady. <laughs> I think he's still on the Patriots, isn't he? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? He's on the Patriots. I thought their backup was that Auburn guy. Let's look it up. Do you remember when he was uh, rumored to beat Cam in the preseason competition for quarterback, and then he lost the competition, and they almost cut him like two weeks later? Dwayne <laughs> Gabbert. Oh. What if? How about this? Mahomes gets COVID, and then they step in and say, Bucks, you also have to start your backup quarterback, and it becomes Chad Henney versus Blaine Gabbert. That's like basically saying, like, what if Patrick Mahomes like, tore an ACL like two days before it? Terrible. You can't say, like, Tom Brady, you got to sit out. You know what Wait. I mean? <clears throat> I mean, it's different. I think the NFL wants to display their best product, and if it can't be oh displayed, they're gonna best product. Especially if it's the face of your league. Like, come on, they're gonna reschedule it. You gotta think about logistically. Like pushing everything back week is insane. Especially How are they gonna get the weekend to agree to that? He's a busy man. <laughs> and he has to get more face surgery. Four days before the event. It's fine. No, those those two people. I don't think they actually tested positive. I think they had exposures. Yeah, they were exposed. They weren't actually. I, I think they just. They're not testing this week. No. They're, just, <laughs> they're not testing. They're not even taking the chance. Because <laughs> that's what they did with the NBA. Remember? Or I guess with the bubble, they didn't have anyone test positive. But if you tested positive when you're in the bubble, like you were not gonna play. Like they they knew you weren't gonna play. Yeah. I don't know. But now the NBA doesn't even care. They're like test yeah, positive. Like seven players, eight players. Yep. <laughs> on the court. Unless you're Boston, we'll make we'll cancel the game for you, but not Philly. Yeah, that's for sure. That's one of our losses. <laughs> a few losses. All right. Yeah. Speaking of basketball, um, if the season ended today, the is it the Lakers or the Clippers? I think the Lakers would get the one seed in the West. No, it's or the Clippers. The Clippers, the Clippers, Jazz, and Lakers. I think Clippers just Jazz are ahead of the Lakers. Them. 
I think Ooh. the Jazz are ahead of the Lakers. I'm up, I think. All right, I'm gonna look it up right now. Um, but on the eastern side, the Sixers would be the one seed. Uh, the Nets would be the two. Yeah. So Western side, you have Clippers, Jazz, Lakers. Surprisingly, the Grizzlies are the four. That's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, that's pretty. That's absurd. That's crazy. And then the Nuggets five, Suns six, Warriors seven, Blazers eight, Rockets outside looking in at nine. Mav, Mavs struggling. Mavs lost six in a row. <laughs> Mavs are the third worst in the West. They're eight and thirteen. Yeah, Mavs just got destroyed. Well, not destroyed. They They're lost two and eight in their last ten, which is crazy. Um, Eastern side of the Sixers. Oh, the Bucks jumped the Nets for the two. The Nets at three. Celtics four. Surprisingly, the Pacers at the five. Hawks six. Cavs, which is surprising, as a playoff team at seven. Hornets with Lamelo Ball at eight, and the Bulls looking in at nine. Raptors Hornets and are doing okay. Raptors and Heat are notably uh, not not top eight there. Hornets are doing okay. Yeah, yeah the Hornets, they won three in a row, I think. And, like, Ball's been doing really well, a lot better than I thought he was going to do. Um, yeah. He's probably rookie. No, he's no, killing it right now. Gordon Hayward. Yes, he really I is. Fa- I have him in fantasy, and he's just racking he, up points for he me. He might be an all-star this year. I think, yeah, I think well-deserving in the East. Yeah. He's trying to work for that, or his contract. He needs to work up to the level of his contract. It, it honestly looks like it might work out for the Hornets, given how bad that deal was. He's playing like that well yeah. that like people haven't noticed so far. <laughs> you would say pretty similar thing for Tobias Harris, a fringe yeah. all-star in the East. Yeah. He's making his contract look a little less worse. He still has moments in games when you're watching and you're like, oh, my God. Playing well on the dock, his old yeah. I don't know. He's got Doc. Well, I mean, Doc just won Coach of the Month and Embiid won Player of the Month. Um, but Doc, uh, um, has done a pretty good job just like getting better looks for Embiid and Harris. Like, their shooting percentages, like, Embiid's like the best of his career, and I think Harris has like a good, like, I don't know, like four or five percent bump right now over what he had last year. So they're getting they're getting better looks. Pretty uh, game winner last week too, over uh, the Lakers. Last second shot, nah, last five seconds was it good? Yeah, that was nice. Not nicer than Devin Booker's. That was sick. That was sick. Dagger to the Mavs last night. I didn't even first game back. They beat the Mavs. They used literally like a second left three. Oh, like he's kind of fading off to the side. yeah, the, Sun, the Suns have actually – they had a tough stretch where they lost back-to-back OT to the Nuggets, and Booker got hurt. So he hadn't played in a little while. This is his first mm-hmm. game back. And he had, like, a huge fourth quarter after having a pretty so-so first, like, half of the game. Uh, he had a game winner. But Chris Paul has, like, back-to-back. I think he had 28 two games, or two games ago, and last night at 32. Mm. He had a crazy stat line. Yes, yeah, so they're, they're, kind of, they're, st- they're starting to start rolling right now. Um, but they, but they have, they've been kind of hot Colts throughout the season. So who knows what, how the next game's going to be. But they're in a groove, beat the Mavs twice, which helps because that's presumably one of the teams are going to be battling in that like five to 10 range. Um, I guess if you want to take some financial advice from Spew, the smart thing to do is to kind of go to FanDuel, go to Futures, and then pick your finals teams and then slot the Suns and the Sixers in there for the finals. So. That would, I mean, that'd be nuts. That would be nuts. You'd probably make some money that way. 
Doesn't, I mean, actually, they, they I guess you have the eight non Embiid would be a little shaky for me, but everywhere else the matchups are good. I think the Suns. I mean, the Suns kind of have the Sixers number. Even when they were bad, they were winning one out of two every year for some reason. It was like weird. Yeah. Like, Booker always had like the forty point game against the Sixers. We just don't have perimeter defense. I mean, we kind of do now. Simmons and Thibault, but we usually don't. Yeah, I mean, it would be inter- it'd be interesting for sure. I think, but I, I don't know if it's the best matchup. And I don't like the Suns a lot. Would have to go right. They'd have to get much more consistent and maybe get another big man. Because right now, whenever Aiden gets in the foul trouble, they have no one down low who can defend, and that's been like a problem. But um, if they can just get more consistent. Mm-hmm. For the NBA, who do you think the NBA won't keep here? All right. Who do you guys think the NBA wants as their matchup? I think it's got to be Nets Lakers. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's like, I guess it's like, if it's not the Lakers, though, the Clippers? Mm, um, the problem? Liked by the population, general population. I mean, the problem with the Clippers is, one, you have Kawhi. Um, we've kind of already gone through the whole Kawhi, Kawhi like the hero storyline. We've already seen him do that before. So I don't know how much more exciting that can get. Uh, Paul George is definitely a love-hate kind of guy. Um, gets, a, gets a lot of – he gets a lot of, uh, a lot of um, hate on social media. Uh, yeah, playoff P. <laughs> so that, that would be a good storyline if he was able to turn it around. Um, besides that, like, no one likes Pat Bev. Um, and, like, who else are you – who else on that team? Like, I can't think. Lou like, Williams. But, um, Lou Williams still on that team? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, people like Lou Williams. Sweet Lou. Yeah. All right, then. So, Lakers, Nets, probably the best option. Lakers, Sixers, I think, would be a close second. They have just so Indeed. much history in the NBA. And it'd be cool to have Embiid in the finals. It'd be interesting. That'd be entertaining, at least. Embiid versus Gasol, which is always a good matchup. And, um, yeah, LeBron and Ben Simmons guarding each other. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be I a good match. Celtics considered, like, a more national team than the Sixers, though. Like, people just, like well, – I mean, Celtics-Lakers would just be, like, another volume in the, the rivalry. Yeah, yeah. If people would get excited for that. Um, and I mean, I could be a good matchup um, if Tatum like kind of goes off. Um, like the Celtics are definitely really deep, but I don't know if they have like the pure star power to keep up with. Mm-hmm. Really, to keep up with Anthony Davis, like I don't know who's stopping him. Taco Fall. Yeah. I wouldn't say they have a super superstar on their team. Taco Fall, who plays for an eight minutes. Jason Tatum's a superstar. No, he's not. He's there. Bradley, I can say this: Bradley Beal's better than him, and he's not a superstar. Bradley Beal's also like you, you don't think any of the Booker Beal Tatum theater, none of them are superstars? No. No. Booker is I mean, hasn't Booker never made an all-star game? Come on. One all-star game. Made the first all-star game. <laughs> made one last year. Yeah. Hey, nah. you see he's still a young, he's still a young man. He's got time. I think superstar is a very like he's also shooting, he was also a shooting guard in the West. So it's like eight or nine superstars, I think. Okay. Well, I, I guess, yeah, he's well Tatum, neither of them, none of them are in the top nine in the league. Um, I saw a crazy take today. Um, who do you think's better, Jalen Brown 
or James Harden? Well, it's just a dumb take. James Harden. <laughs> Jalen Brown, is, he has like some consistent stat lines, doesn't he, though? He's, I think he's outscoring Harden this year right now. Yeah, but Harden has KD and Kyrie on his team. Yeah, I mean, it was like an absurd – it was a, like Celtics fans. It's like a Celtics podcast on TikTok I saw. And even then, only half of them were like, come on. Yeah. He's not better than James Harden. Like that many games. Still they love they love Jalen Brown up there. It's so weird. Yeah, they're, they're really hating Kemba right now. How do you hate Kemba? Everyone loves Kemba. I think he went like one for 16 in the other game the other night. They lost by like a couple points. People, the NBA is the most like um, game to game love hate yeah. league yeah. for sure. Like, even with the Suns, I saw people t- 10 games in the season turning on Devin Booker. <laughs> he's, he's been here five years and been like one of the best players in franchise history and had, th- had three or four like really bad games out of the first 10. And people are like, maybe we should start looking into trading high, Devin Booker. <laughs> It's, abs- it's absurd. It's absurd. I guess the Sixers kind of deal with that a lot with the Simmons yeah, and Embiid the past couple years. So many Ben Simmons trade theories. People yeah. always want to shop them. Yeah, it's odd. I mean, but this because they just have the most like a uh, vocal like Twitter fan base for sure is the NBA. Yeah. yeah. All right. I have a treat for our listeners. Um, we have a college basketball update. If uh, Amber Peppy, if you can give me who's ranked number 25 today, um, I'll Venmo you five dollars. Don't look it up, no looking up. No, I'm not looking it up. I look it up in my hands. I'm gonna go, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go, I'm gonna guess North Carolina. All right, that's your guess, Peppy. I have no, I'm just saying Michigan, Michigan State. Wow. Michigan. So this team is 16 and 0, um, they're not a power five. Wait, you said they're ranked 25? Yes, and they're not a power 16. five. Oh, okay. And they're 16. 16 now. They're six, they have not lost. 16 now. I was very surprised. Well, I guess they're 16 now. They should be ranked, but just I've never seen this team on the top 25 in my life, ever. They should have started with that. Uh, Furman. No. Drake. Oh. Drake basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell are they? I'm looking it up right now. It's moments like this where I just get pissed about going to St. Joe's. St. <laughs> Joe's is like actually a good basketball history, and like Drake gets to be in the top twenty-five before us. Like, what is this? Drake Bulldogs. Uh, they're first in the Missouri Valley Conference. That's a good. That's not half bad. Not a, not terrible. That's the Murray State Conference. Well, John. Murray, yeah, so they always get a bit. I mean, every conference gets a bit, but it's usually Murray State there from there. Yeah. That's true. They're located in Des Moines, Iowa. I couldn't imagine going to college there. Yeah, best, known, there. best known for making the 1969 Final Four. Wow. All right. Notables in the top 25, we have I'll go first to best. Gonzaga and Baylor, one and two. Villanova at the three. Michigan, four. Uh, Houston at the five. Texas is having a really good year at the six. Um, Buckeyes at seven, Iowa at the eight, Oklahoma at the nine, Alabama at the ten. SEC, not bad here. Um, let's see. Creighton at 15. Um, UCLA, 21. Okay. Like that. Pac-12. I hate the Pac-12. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kansas has kind of fallen. They're 23rd. 
Um, but yeah, notable uh, left out, I guess, all year. Duke, uh, North Carolina, Kentucky. Is there another one? Duke, North Carolina. Maybe it's just those three. Those that are the just, big three. Yeah, yeah they so I guess they haven't been ranked since preseason or the first few weeks or something. Yeah. Duke's Duke struggling. Yeah, big time. People turned on Coach K. See a lot of Coach K is a bad coach. That's a bad take. I don't know. I'm I'm starting to find it. I don't know. He might be. Like think like think about Duke. How many that like where are the national championships? Where are they? Yeah. Just Google them. You see. Duke. <laughs> Duke. They're there. They're not that. They won. They won. They won semi route. They won with Grayson Allen. So it wasn't that long ago they won. Um, but like I don't like I don't like the why is why was the Bagley team bad? Why was the Zion team bad? I was just convinced Bagley was just a bad Duke player. He just wasn't that good. Yeah, he was pretty good. They had, but that was like a year they had him, they had Wendell Carter, who's kind of a beast now. And they had, remember Trayvon Duvall? Yeah, that Kevin. What an absolute. Mr. Dribbles. <laughs> what, a, what an absolute bust, Trayvon. He, he how are you going to. How are you going to. How are you More out of, out of college basketball player than him. How are you going to bust before you get to the NBA? <laughs> you couldn't even get out of high school and not bust. Yeah, at least. I remember, like, this, this is like the first like few games in the season. We're like talking about Duke. And we're like, oh, like this Duvall kid, like. Like he hasn't put up good scoring numbers, but he like is really good at assists. And then he just ended I was up I was a huge fan the rest of the year. Just <laughs> refused to score the basketball. I was uh coming into the year. I was a I'm always big on the Duke when they get like the big three coming in. So I was watching his highlights and he had like really cool like it was him and Colin Sexton like battling in high school. And I was like, oh my god, this kid's gonna be so good. Um, and I was like literally I thought he was good the entire season. And they got to the March Madness. I think it was the Sweet 16. And I watched him come into the game, airball two threes from the corner. And I was like, this kid's never going to make the NBA. <laughs> how, are you, how are you a point guard who can't hit the rim on a three-pointer? I, I guess Lonzo, but, but you know. Ben Simmons. Even in college. He played like the four in college. Yeah, whatever. No one watches LSU, so nobody knows. <laughs> no video evidence. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much I trust Coach Guy anymore. I'm losing faith. Bounce back. So it's all it's different year to year. Like how well maybe they'll win the NIT. They're always gonna have the talent pool. It's just mm-hmm. how well they mesh, really. You know who won the NIT? Penn State two years ago. <laughs> of course. If they're in the oh. nit, they'll win the nit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they uh they're horrible now. They're they're all they're six and seven. Now. Yeah, but conference they're like pretty they've lost like majority of their conference games. Compared they're to playing uh, Wisconsin right now. Oh, they are. They're supposed to be. Prior to the COVID outbreak, they were actually doing pretty well. So it's kind of sad to see them regress back to what they were. I watched the first like two weeks of college basketball and then 
Nova just fed St. Joe's our lunch, and I was like, okay, I'm back <laughs> next year. <laughs> no, we back in April. Always be a sport. No, always ten teams on the top twenty-five, but Bonaventure and St. Louis getting votes. So we're, we're yeah, still, we're getting. They're there. like they're looking like our two guys. Yeah, I like when the Bonnies get in. Is, is, yeah. is there a reason that you went to St. Joe's? Is because of their basketball program? No. Yeah. Like write about it or yeah, never mind. No, I mean no, I didn't. I knew nothing about St. Joe's. Okay. Um, before I got there it's, it's like <laughs> I knew they were good at basketball because they were in the tournament the year I was like we were picking colleges so when I was doing the ESPN bracket challenge I was like oh I applied there I like St. Joe's um but uh I didn't know who DeAndre Bemphrey was I didn't know who Langston Galloway was I had no idea they were like I didn't know who Jameer Nelson was people were like like Justin was like Jameer Nelson was so good he was such a good NBA player I'm like I I've never heard of him before he couldn't have been that good now you're in, you're a follower. You can't. No, I hate you. I hate Jimmy Nelson. Jimmy <laughs> Nelson's just got back. He did fall. He was on that Magic team that uh, Ray Howard was on. Yeah, good old. Good if you old look up those highlights, though, he was filthy in college. I so one of them was on my Instagram like the other day. He had like five ball fakes in the same like. It was like I think I, I think I've seen that one where I like MSG. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like starts. Yeah. Yeah. So he's I don't know. Him and, him and Delonte West. Mr. Yeah. James. <laughs> Mr. James. You can say a lot about Delonte West, but he's back on his feet, you know. Good for yeah. him. Thanks, Mark. You've been helping him out. What a friendly billionaire. <laughs> what a friendly shark. <laughs> All right, that is college basketball. I guess. Dual NHL. Um, Flyers are fuck. I knew what their record was. Like they're winning the East, the East right now. I think they're tied to win. They're tied with like one or two other teams. Yeah, it's still super early, and now the schedule is going to be all messed up because of the COVID. Um, Devils got sick, which got the Sabers sick, and since the Devils can't play, the Penguins and Rangers can't play this week. Um, The Islanders can't play. And there's like two teams out west who got sick. So like they canceled like 12 games. It's a whole mess. And the Sabres are pissed because the Devils were sick. They had pos- they had like two positives over the weekend while they were playing the Sabres. And the Sabres asked the NHL if there was more positive cases and the NHL didn't say anything. And then Monday the NHL is like, oop, Devils were sick. You guys can't play. And the Sabres are like, they're furious. Which I, understandable, understandable. They kind of got screwed over. But, yeah, it's not good. I'm going to give you the two division leaders. So, what is NTH, North? Northern? Yeah, it's the Canada one. Are they, wait, are they literally all Canada? It's the entire – yeah, because you can't travel the border without yeah. a two-week quarantine. They're sticking everyone in Canada together. Is that a new thing this year or no? Yeah, yeah it's a new thing. Oh, okay. Okay. So, in the Northern – uh, division you have the Maple Leafs and the Canadians. Maple Leafs have 15 points, Canadians have 14. Um, in the Eastern Conference, you have the Flyers with 15 and the Capitals with 15. Uh, the Bruins are pretty close with 14. And then the West, you have the Blues and the Avalanche with 13. And in the Central, you have the Panthers and the Lightning 
And the Blue Jackets had 11 points. Wait, wait, what are these points? Yeah, like uh, you get like points for like wins. So like a wins two points, and then an overtime loss is one point, and a regular loss is zero points. Yeah. Okay. It's it doesn't it's not a great system overall. <laughs> it, it does a pretty it does a pretty bad job. Um, but it's what they got. Rewarding you for overtime. It's interesting. Yeah, people want to get rid of that. They want to get rid of the looser point. Yeah, because like think about mm, if you were gonna if it was zero zero and like there's a couple minutes left, would you be pressured to score or would you be pressured to just take a point by going into overtime? Yeah, you know uh, I mean? yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely the concern. And like and team you, teams already like are trying so hard to just like limit scoring to begin with instead of trying to score. So yeah, stupid. But yeah, so hockey is kind of a mess right now. So we'll see how that goes. How many games are they planning to play? And they're trying to get 56. 56. We'll see how that goes. We had some some baseball. We forgot to talk about JT Romuto last week. What a big sign. I am back on the Phillies. The biggest contract per year for a catcher. Ever, um, yeah, but like, it looked like it wasn't gonna happen for a while. It was like Middleton came out and just said like, "Well, two years ago they're like, oh, we're gonna spend stupid money, and then this year they're like, oh, we are gonna pay a lot in the luxury tax, and we don't want to do that or something." And then so everyone thought we were gonna sign JT, and then we finally did, which is good. It keeps Bryce Harper happy. He is, he is the best catcher in baseball, so hard to go wrong. Yeah. And the Cardinals got the best third baseman in baseball. Arenado. In a, in a, in a highway robbery. <laughs> yeah, I don't – like, no one was forcing the, the Rockies GM to do well, that. Well, the Rockies didn't want to pay him. And Arenado, like, deep down, like, off the books, probably behind the scenes, it was rumored, does not did not like playing Colorado. Because they are just not good. Yeah. Um, so he wanted out, and he only wanted out to certain teams. And it seems like he was a big fan of St. Louis. So it kind of tied their hands there. And he has an opt out, which tied their hands even more. And I think the combination of those two things and COVID, so they're not having a ton of money, just got them to a point where they just really needed the money off the books. So they paid the Cardinals to take Arenado, and the Cardinals kept their top 10 prospects. And gave up one like MLB pitcher. Wow. For like a perennial MVP candidate. That's insane. And the could Rockies have just absolutely the alienated their entire fan base. Like, could, could like the commissioner like block that or whatever? It just went through officially yesterday. So it's all, it's all done. But there, I did, I did think there was going to be some sort of investigation just yeah, based on the news coming out that it was like the top prospects weren't going back and the Rockies were paying the Cardinals money to take Arenado. I'm like, this just doesn't make sense. Any team would take that deal, right? <laughs> Apparently the owner came out today and was like, yeah, we were talking about it last week and the whole time I was like, trading him to the Cardinals didn't make any sense to me. And it just kept not making sense. And then finally it just happened. 
I was like, this is this is not the guy you want to charge your team. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Cardinals should be pretty good. This will probably help them lock up the division, but Dodgers are basically the same team that won the World Series. And then you have uh, – who's it? Then you have um, the Padres, who got really good. So those are probably the top two teams in the NL. Is baseball still starts in the summer, right? Or- they're like they're still struggling to figure out what they're gonna do, because like I think some I always mix up who wants to play and who doesn't want to play. But there's a disagreement over delaying the season versus not delaying the season and like waiting till everyone gets vaccinated versus not waiting. They should so. definitely not wait till everyone's vaccinated. Yeah, so that's so far. I mean, it would only work if they could literally go out and buy it themselves and start vaccinating yeah. like today. There's no way those baseball players are going to be – they're going to be in, like, the phase two, which is, like, you have to get everyone that's older first and everyone that has yeah. conditions. So it's going to be a little bit. You need a healthy juice. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. That's sports – Get into our wide open segment. Peppy and Sam came prepared with their own topics. What do you guys have hmm. for us today to talk about? Peppy hates strawberries, so we can start there. Yeah, because I have a fruit. I have a kind of a fruit related one. So no, I I do like strawberries, but the thing is, I used to actually when I did eat actual strawberries, I used to put like a shit ton of sugar on them. So yeah. I used to, I would I would totally like negate eating like a strawberry you're like you're eating the strawberry for the strawberry now i'm eating it for the sugar that's all over it yeah that is so good yeah or whipped cream you know you can put whipped cream on it why, why do you need to mask it so that that the reason that like people mask it so it makes it seem like it's it's not as good as other fruit like i can eat blueberries straight up i love blueberries blueberries, blueberries are weird to me blueberries i get tired after like the first few grapes, grapes are super easy Grapes are good. Grapes are a solid fruit. Watermelon, kiwis, apples. I'd rather I'd, I'd rather I, eat all of those before I eat a strawberry. Watermelon, I think, is the clear king of fruit. Is it, what did you say, watermelon? Watermelon. Yeah, watermelon. That's my number one. So seasonal, though. I only eat it in the summer. But if you get someone brought you a slice of watermelon right now, you want to eat it? Yeah, but I'd rather like. I don't it sounds know. good. Like it never sounds bad. Like cantaloupe, cantaloupe is so good. Okay, well, no one's a cantaloupe. That's I, just, I like cantaloupe. The orange. Yeah, the orange one. Orange melon. It's good. It it has the weakest taste of all the fruits. Like yeah, it. but it's good. It's so like sublime. Uh, <laughs> oh, mango though are two banging fruits. Love some pineapple. You know what? You know what's another one that you might you might call seasonal, but I'm, I'm a big fan of. Pineapple. Give me a nice slice of pineapple. Give me some pineapple juice. Yeah, that's pretty. I wouldn't even call that seasonal. I think you can get that all year round. I, so I would call watermelon seasonal, but apparently, uh, I feel like watermelon's a little less easy to get all year round. I guess I never tried. I don't buy fruit for myself. There's a new craze actually going around. Uh, you've probably seen it on TikTok, Sam, but it's the pink pineapple. Pineapple that's pink on the inside, and it's like fifteen dollars for one. And and I thought it was just like a TikTok thing, but I saw it in the grocery store yesterday. 
I'm not on straight TikTok. I don't see that. I don't know what I'm not on TikTok at all, but like all I know is that's like a thing. So well, you, well, you're on straight TikTok. You just outed yourself. Not on any you know about have, this. I do not have a TikTok. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. No, Stop lying to us. Don't have a goddamn TikTok. Wait, let's see your TikTok dance. My what? Your TikTok dance. <laughs> okay, uh, it, viewers, if you saw that, you probably want to go cry. Uh, tears of joy, how good that was. All right, All right. Hit, that, hit that Corvette Corvette right. for okay. us. What? Hit that Corvette Corvette for us, Juju. I don't know how Juju does that. I don't study his dance patterns. Um, what was I going to say? All right, so I wouldn't say related. A little bit related, but speaking of flavors, what is the weirdest alcoholic drink slash shot slash whatever you've ordered? You did not make it yourself. Because we could go on and on about our own creations. But at a bar, at a restaurant, at wherever, you ordered this. It was on the menu. It could be a beer. It could be like a mixture of mixed drink. Weirdest combo. Alcoholic flavor, whatever. We don't need name? Or are we talking? No, no, no. Like wh- why it was weird, like taste-wise. taste like. Hmm. I always think lactose beers are weird. Like when, like when you see them. They taste really good, but the idea of it. Is weird. Like a milk stout? Not a milk stout. They're called lactose, like lactose beers. But they uh, taste like smoothies. Yeah, really? Yeah, that sounds gross. Yeah. Interesting. I usually haven't met like breweries, places that like have craft beers and stuff. I was at Pebby's Alma Mater. Is Alma Mater high school or college? I really don't know. Is it high school? I think it counts for both of them. Yeah. I was at Pepe's, one of Pepe's alma maters um, over the weekend and ordered a blueberry pie shot. Um, uh, blueberry, yeah. blueberry pie bomb? A bomb. Yeah. <laughs> and it came in like a plastic cup and then there was like a mini shot glass inside of the cup. And then so then when you drank it and mixed it together, it was actually really good, but it was so weird. Like I, I would never expect champs. Yeah, the champs has a lot of stuff. Yeah. At, there's a place called the Gav that has people always loved it. They were Starburst shots. They actually tasted like Starbursts. That sounds good. Yeah, definitely. Like you felt it when you woke up the next morning because it's probably just straight sugar. But Starburst shots, interesting. But um, I will say that that one blueberry beer we had that one time was pretty weird, but it's good. It's a good uh, beer. The uh, fat or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I I definitely like the more natural tasting fruit flavored things like that rather than like the artificial blueberry, like the Starburst shot. You know what I mean? The natural flavoring is so much better. <laughs> I agree with that. And we're talking about fruit. We're going back to the fruit. Everyone like artificial flavored fruit. So much better. Yeah. So much better natural fruit. Like, I think blueberry is the supreme artificial. No. Yeah. It's easily, it's easily bottom tier artificial. Oh fruit. my. I'll, I'll give cherry a close second, but. Oh, come on. Cherry sucks. Cherry's, cherry's great. I love no. cherry. Uh, most reds, most reds are good. Any red flavors. Yeah. Um, do pretty solid. I mean, 
going back to fruits, going strawberry, watermelon, got to be the top two artificial flavors there. Uh, I don't know what, where fruit punch falls, but fruit punch flavored candy, mm. always good. The white, the white lollipops, like the coconut ones, or like no, the- there's there's a white fruit punch one. Oh, white fruit punch. Okay. Yeah. You're not thinking of cream soda. No, I'm not <laughs> thinking of cream soda. Because on the cream, <laughs> you're you're correct. There's fruit on the like on the dum dums. There's fruit on the cream soda. I don't know if you're being... right. You tell me. It's got it. Got to be fruit punch. It can't be cream soda. I'm just tasting. <laughs> if I pull this up and you're like, <laughs> All right, you tell me. There's a bag of Jolly Ranchers in front of you. You can pick any one. You tell me you're picking a strawberry cherry over a blueberry. Yeah. Blue raspberry. I'm saving the blues till for last. Oh my god. Those are the ones I'm not looking forward to. Besides the green apple. Yeah, by far the worst is the grape. Bro, that can't be cream soda. That's fruit punch. <laughs> cream soda. <laughs> no, it is. I can't even see it really, but. Well, there's like a million different flavors of Dum Dums. I know that. No, oh my God. It is. That's the one I was thinking of. That's not cream soda. That's fruit punch. <laughs> it's cream soda. <laughs> That's fruit punch. <laughs> There's a, there's a thing of fruit on it. Yes, there's fruit above the cream soda, but it's called cream soda. Well, that's the best one. That's the best flavor. <laughs> no, I agree. That is the best. That's my favorite one. It's so there's good. There's no flavor called white fruit punch dum-dum. <laughs> Why does fruit punch have to be red? They're different colored fruits. Yeah. Uh, we can agree that grape is, is horrible, right? Everyone, everyone thinks grape is horrible, right? I'll eat grape. Uh, not excited about it. Should we just throw in our top five here? We kind of already did. Yeah, we'll just keep rolling with it. We'll keep rolling. With it. <laughs> I would go, I'm not even going to, I would say like strawberry is definitely up there. But I also like, uh, blueberry is good. Blue Raz to me is a superior. Blue Raz is yeah. bottom tier. You don't like blue Raz. Oh, blue Raz artificial flavor is, is so good. It, it, it's, it's on the S tier, Sam. It's an S tier. No, it's not S tier. I mean, it, it tastes doesn't taste like anything else, but like I, I don't, I would never pick it for myself. The only blue raz I enjoy is a nice airhead. How about like a blue airhead? How about a slurpee? How about an icy? No, I never touch the blue. I'm all, I'm straight red. Jeez Louise! Only doing cherry. Don't and even mix it. one, especially in Starburst uh, orange. I'm a big orange guy. I'm a big fan of orange. Yeah. I don't know. Pink Starburst is probably my favorite Starburst, but I'm happy with an orange. Yeah, it goes pink, red, yellow, orange. No, I was thinking it goes pink, orange, red, yellow. Red, yellow. Yeah. yeah. Are we all on this? We all, we all anti lemon flavored? <laughs> I'm not anti. It's just not. It's not. I top. mean, it's weird to say because lemon, lemon, you got lemonade, but like when it yeah. comes down to it, I'm not over like lemon candy. I'm never excited. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Lemonheads, lemonheads just don't taste good to me. I think I've yeah. had lemonheads like once. Yeah. It tastes like those super sour things that make you want to like throw up. Warheads. Warheads, yeah. yeah those are gross. gross. Oh, I had, there's a like a craft warhead beer. It's pretty good. It sounds disgusting. You were um, teleported to like. Uh, 12th century medieval times and you gave like a peasant a warhead i think they'd have a heart attack 
They probably think it was poison. <laughs> it would just be too much to comprehend. Or like a Dorito. <laughs> a, Cheeto, a bag of Cheetos. Yeah. Of Cheetos. They wouldn't know how to react. <laughs> okay, more important question. Favorite type of Pop-Tart or flavor of Pop-Tart? Yeah. Please don't say brown. I'm anti. I'm anti pop tarts. Wow, mm. a bold take. Well, it's it comes. It's more based on lived experience than an actual opinion on pop tart. My sisters growing up were big pop tart fans, and like, this is like kind of gross. But when they were like little, they had like long hair, and they would like eat, and their hair would get in their mouths, Ew. and they'd pull their hair out, and there's just like chewed pop tart in it. Oh god! Would, like take it out. And just scarred me. I can't look at Pop Tarts and not think of that. So I can't eat them. Pop Tarts are just super convenient. They're so easy to eat. Only one I can eat is the cinnamon. The cinnamon one. Oh, that's such. <laughs> There's so many cinnamon ones out there. They're that has, that the has to be the best seller. No, it's not. No, it has to be. Oh, but you're saying best seller? Yeah, it has. Yeah, to yeah. Be. These are the best one. No. I this actually I the white one. Better. Every single fruit one is better than the cinnamon. They got the strawberry uh, white frosting ones. Yeah. In in my house, we're always stocked with brown sugar cinnamon because yeah, I'm saying I hate like, like I, that's Owen eats for breakfast. He just eats it every day for breakfast. That's what it does. There are uh, so many brown sugar cinnamon hoes out there. They was, that's all they eat. I was never a huge. I was never a brown sugar cinnamon fan. I was never a pop tart fan and pop tart fan in general. But in high school, I'll just get up and I need something like quick. Exactly. It went three years just straight of the Oreo uh, Pop Tarts, and I get to the I would get to La Salle and there was like this little toaster for your bagels, and I'll throw them in there. And sometimes it would smoke, you know. It was, it was a risky game. Sometimes it would smoke and it cause a scene, but sometimes it worked just right. It burnt the edges a little bit, and the inside would be all like warm. It was so good, but now I can't eat them now. I eat way too many. But the better version of a pop tart, toaster strudel. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. That is better. But than I'm a, I'm a, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a strawberry toaster strudel uh, purist. That's the only one for me. I think that's like the classic. Yeah, I think that's what. Yeah. I that's like when you go out and buy them. It's the first one you see. I used to love the chocolate one when I was like eight, and then they got rid of them. I can't imagine like. It's like a dessert. It is. I dessert. can't imagine like an adult living off that for breakfast like a toaster strudel like someone going to like work like at a hedge fund like that's what he wakes up and makes himself in the morning best part of their day is when they eat their toaster strudel just goes downhill from there when i look back at like what i ate during high school and how early i had to wake up like i wonder i felt like horrible all the time yeah it was just miserable Cause I was just like waking up and I'd go to school for like $5 and like buy like Skittles at like 10 30 in the morning, like a Sprite, and like have those during free period. I'm just like, why does my stomach hurt? At like one o'clock in the afternoon. LaSalle had an ice cream vending machine. We used to hit that up all the time at like <laughs> 7 a.m. in the morning after morning workouts. Oh, so stupid. Yeah. You were just eating this like random food, like in your lunch was like at 11 15. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. It's, yeah, I think I had 10 a.m. lunch one year. I had 10 15 lunch. Like, yeah, yeah, I think we had the other well, yeah, it was, yeah, so That's absurd. eating like cafeteria pizza, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the Whoa. news, 
like the morning news is on. It's like, man, it's miserable. Actually, I don't eat breakfast now. Neither do I. Completely skip it. Got my okay. nice body armor when I wake up. Get the juices flowing. Wait for lunch. Sam does some finger exercises to get his hands ready for for typing. Yep. Gotta wake up. Gotta go show up a little late. You know, <laughs> steal steal a couple minutes, company time. <laughs> I get ready to go to work. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, the only thing I ever ate for breakfast was like cereal or toaster strudels. Yeah, that's the only two. Yeah, cereal, toaster strudels. Cereal, pop tart, toaster strudel. I think I think in college, yeah. percentage of days I ate cereal was probably probably less than one percent. <laughs> but you had that box of uh, Oreos, whatever they are. I did eat the Oreos. I definitely did. I think I I'm, I'm gonna say breakfast. That days I ate breakfast. Oh yeah, I would eat cereal, just not. Before noon. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I ate a lot of bagels in, in college just because we had like bagel shops. If you, if you weighed the amount of food that I ate and like how much food in general, probably be hot dogs would be the number one food that I ate in college. It would have to be. That's Maybe that or, or the Giorno's. The Giorno's pizza. But I think it's hot dogs. I think, I think mine's a Chipotle. Oh, actually, no, it wasn't. Scratch that. It was omelets. I know for a yeah yeah omelets are is a college college thing to make because i ate it every yeah well every weekday i ate it once a day so yeah i think mine was hot dogs i think you're right there sophomore year the hot dogs were (laughs) it was free flowing (laughs) we would would hop on the uh, shuttle and just get like eight things of hot dogs (laughs) like come back grocery store that first day back from the from the from acme when we'd have all the hot dogs and we're just like the next two days we're eating two hot dogs a day oh it's never so a single you can't cook a single dog it's out it's yeah we're cooking four at a time for, for us it's like you got the like the boiled hot dogs with the fried hot dogs <laughs> pan pan fried <laughs> and uh always a side of barbecue chips oh the bar yeah if you the days where you didn't have enough barbecue chips as a side, which they was just your sad days. Sometimes you mix it up with like a potato bun. Like, oh, look at this guy. <laughs> potato buns are so good. Better than any old bun. Yeah, that was all you. I was always getting the white. You were bringing the, you were bringing the fancy buns. Yeah, because my mom will get them. I actually prefer the other ones. I, don't, I think they're easier to eat. <laughs> what? No, Martin's potato rolls. I know they're good. I'm not saying they're not good. I just, I just, I don't know. They're they're filling. It was also rough when we had run out of uh condiments. Yeah. And we true. were just doing plain dogs or cheese dogs. <laughs> oh no, you know what that birthed? That birthed the craft single on the hot dog. That sounds disgusting. Let it melt a little. Oh, that, that was so good. Delicacy. <laughs> Dude, those craft singles are not cheese. I don't know what they are. I used to buy the cheapest no. ones too. I oh buy the cheapest god. cheese at the Acme. Oh my god! It literally feels like plastic when you're touching it. It looked like plastic. <laughs> you know what? The worst. The worst. I think the worst thing I did for food at sophomore year was the hot dog sandwich. Uh, it was. Put on. We didn't have. We didn't have buns. Um, bread. Yeah, it was bread. Um, hot. To- it was two hot dogs cut in half across the sandwich wise, covered in mustard. 
and I got I got maybe a fourth in. I was like, I think I just wasted two hot dogs. <laughs> had to choke the had to choke the rest down though. Because we're on we're the not, top. Wasted stuff. So. I don't think the listeners have ever heard the tale of the the fabled um, hot dog race. <laughs> we don't have to go into all the nitty gritty details, but basically what happened was we were very hungry and we said, hey, all we got here is hot dogs. And it would have been a running argument as to the best way to cook the hot dogs. Um, Sam was a big proponent of boiling your hot dogs, which I'll be honest, when I grew up, if we were having hot dogs, that's how we'd have them. So I was, I was used to it. I like boiled hot dogs, whatever. But ever since I like cooked for myself, I would always just get a little pan and put some oil in it and then put it on the stove and then like put it on medium heat, let it warm up and then just throw the hot dog on. Then and just kind of like move it around. So it cooked the whole hot dog. And I always thought that was the better way. So <laughs> like, okay, we got a timer out. And <laughs> we like timed the hot dog. We're like, all right, whoever can cook their hot dog through first, like wins. And that's the best method. So uh, what we didn't account for was Sam actually had to heat his water up. And that took pretty much the whole time. By the time his, his water... Yeah, was- you have to heat your pan first. Yeah. You heat but- the pan first. I, and I, I had to start boiling. Like, it takes a while to get the water going. But once you put the hot right dog away. in... Yeah, the pan heats up right away. The boil, the water needs to bo- the bubble or whatever, boil. Well, I put the hot dogs in usually when it gets warm. And then I wait for it to start bubbling. So that's when I know it's actually cooking. Yeah, but so, yeah, I, I mean, I, boiling is definitely the way to go. Um, boiling actually, it, it seems stupid because they're already cooked. What are you talking about? Hot dogs come pre-cooked. Yeah, I know. So you they boil them. The whole point is just trying to warm it up. Cold hot dogs, and microwave hot dogs suck. So I, I'm nah. not saying microwave. I'm saying just throw it on the stove real quick and heat it up. Boiling cooks it, although you don't get. Listen, I'm not I'm not a crispy dog kind of guy. I'm a crispy dog guy. You put you put it on um, the stove and you cover it. Cooks it through. I'm not a crispy dog. I mean it's gonna get the burnt edges. And I don't like that. I like it. I like a campfire dog. Yeah. I mean I'll eat them. I but I prefer the I prefer the just the, the floppy, the floppy soggy dog. Oh, that sounds horrible. Some soggy <laughs> wieners. <laughs> Oh man, it's all right. I barely eat hot dogs, so I don't really know too much about. I haven't had a hot. I had a hot dog last week, actually. I could be. I had a hot dog two days ago. Multi-millionaire, aged like forty, I would still eat hot dogs. I'm never not gonna eat hot dogs. Hot dogs are great. The last time I don't I like was with Sam in Connecticut. Yeah, <laughs> he took us to a hot dog place. Yeah, that's true. Jeez, yeah, you're, you're lacking there. I'll just I take a burger over a hot dog every time. Yeah, but I if, it's like a, if it's a cookout night, like I'm getting a burger and a hot dog every time. I, I think I'm going hot dog. Exclusively I, hot dog. Yeah, I think I trust a cooked. I think if I'm going to a cookout where I don't know if I'm not cooking it myself and it's just like a big thing, I trust the hot dogs more. I like trust knowing what I'm going to get from a hot dog. Yeah, yeah you get less sick from an undercooked hot dog, I think. Yeah. They're, they're cooked already. That's the thing. Yeah, but I feel like if you don't cook a hot dog right away, they'll get kind of sick. I don't know. No, you can't get sick. It's cooked. Well, I don't, I don't like getting, I don't like getting uh, like, like rareish burgers. 
Yeah. I feel like I always get those at bar at like cookouts. Yeah. I, don't want them. No, I, I need like... I need as close as you can get to a McDonald's burger. I need that thing gray through. <laughs> True. <laughs> Man. I didn't like uh how like last year or like yeah, last year like the, the anti glizzy movement began online where people were getting mm-hmm. people getting shit for eating hot dogs. I, I didn't like that. Yeah, but then the Glizzy Gladiator movement came, right? And that was cool. Yeah. Joey Chestnut, yeah. Yeah, he made it cool again. <laughs> yeah, that made me sad. <sighs> this is this is the price of our wide open episodes. This is what happened, guys. Let's see. Let's see what else is going on. What else happened last week? Well, did you make any money last week when AMC? My friends, yeah, they lost all of his earnings today. On the uh, people are calling them meme stocks. Uh, I don't really agree with the term. Only one of my stocks has a meme attached to it right now. Um, They're 100% meme stocks. They're all related to Elon Musk taking them to the moon. They don't care about Elon Musk. All That's right. their leader. What are you talking about? Yeah, but not really. He's not like. I mean, you could say freaking Dave is their leader. No, Dave's a defender. He's no. not a leader. He's just a defender. No. He's not, not anymore. He he. I know, hopped, oh, I know he sold him yesterday, but like up to yesterday, you could you could argue that he was the one. He no he he jumped onto the trend. He didn't create the trend, right? No, Elon Musk didn't create the trend. I thought he tweeted out like. Oh, it was that Reddit. was after it already started. Yeah, they uh-huh. did it themselves. A bunch of weirdos on Reddit. Um. All right, <clears throat> I bought seven shares of AMC. Uh, they're currently trading at uh below negative thirty eight dollars and seventeen cents. What? Um, yeah. Yeah, it dropped a lot. It dropped down to seven dollars and fifty two cents. I think I got Jeez. in. I got in at twelve ninety seven a share. So I'm just gonna hold them. Hopefully, it goes <laughs> up like ten and then like sell them. We'll see. Hopefully, it just goes up ten for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I think it's done. <laughs> It's not gonna be done, done. Like <laughs> it, it opened at like like a month ago. Is it three dollars? It's probably gonna go back. Yeah, it's gonna go all the way back down. No, it opened at nine forty-seven. No, three months ago. AMC's not in good shape. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that's AMC, and then a few others were like Nokia. I just have three shares of that. It's trading at four fifty-four. I bought it at like five, so I'm losing a little there. Naked, um, I have ten shares of that guy. Like the juice. Naked is um, I think it's a juice. Yeah, I don't know why, but that was one of them. Um, I bought it at two dollars a share. It's trading at like one dollar a share. <laughs> so down there, you're, uh, you're bleeding money. Yeah. My my big uh, loser though is Dogecoin. Uh, Dogecoin, I was very uh, very up on. Um, kind of funny. I accidentally bought a bunch of Dogecoin because, like, I like bought Dogecoin for thirty bucks, and it said pending. And this is like right at the heat of everything on Twitter and everything. Everyone's like, buy Doge Dogecoin. So I bought it on Robinhood, but it said pending. It didn't do it right away. It said pending zero dollars, like zero shares. I was like, oh, that's weird. I guess it didn't work. So I did it like four more times. Kept saying pending, and then they all went through. And I was like, oh Jesus Christ! So I had to sell like a bunch of those right away. But I still have seventy three dollars in Doge, and I'm down. Uh, I'm down like forty bucks in Doge. So 
<laughs> Joe just selling at 0. 0.033 yeah. uh, cents or something. It got up, it got up to 0. like 0.078 though. It got more than double to what it was though. Kind of crazy. Well, um, Doug McMaster is telling me that um, Chris Alberto in like St. Alphonsus, like maybe it was LaSalle, I forget. They convinced him to buy 100 shares of Dogecoin. Really? Like a joke. Like he like lost a bet. So now he bought like $100 worth of it back then. And now it's worth like $60,000. And he, can't rem- and he can't remember the password to get in. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, so he lost a bet, like, so long ago. Probably, like, seven years ago. Jesus. So, the, um, obviously, the uh, stock that started all this is GameStop and, um, yeah, the 52-week low, so the lowest it's been this year is $2.57. At the height of whatever, I don't know what you want to call this, like meme stocks, $483 a share. So, yeah. So, right before, when the Reddit people were saying, like, oh, like, we're all going to buy GameStop because this stupid, like, investor dude, like, came out and said we're going to short GameStop and, the, and all that happened, they all bought it like probably at like five or six dollars a share they probably bought a bunch and then it got up to like 400 the only thing is i don't know if they sold at the at the top like some of them probably still have games up it's down all the line what gotta hold the line yeah stupid oh it's all the way down to 85 a share now which is like it's still not bad but it's like it's gonna get back down to where it was it's nowhere near the 450 or whatever so i bought gamestop at like 290 and then nothing happened for like three hours and i was like screw it and i just sold it i remember in sixth grade we did the stock market game i was like obsessed with video games so i i put all my fake money into gamestop i bought all shares of gamestop you would have been a rich well you could have been i think i I think i was the smartest kid in that class i guess you were (laughs) If only, if only they knew. Wait, I was in stock market club in high school. Did you invest in GameStop? No, I teamed up with my friend uh, Evan, who's getting his master's in accounting. Right. So I, so I just went up to him and was like, "What stocks are you? What stocks are you buying?" And he's like, We're, "I'm buying this." And I'm like, "Okay." And I just gave him my money. I'm like, "You run my account for me." That's basically how it works in real life too, with stock market. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, not, yeah. I just wanted, I want to be in it for the old, the old college resume. And then I went to one meeting. I'm like, I can't put this on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I facilitated this sharing of my money to a <laughs> a trusted colleague. <laughs> All right, totally pivoting here. I'm just reading something about Wandavision. Sam, did you finish? Like, are you like caught up? Or I am all caught up. You are caught up. All right. Has your thoughts changed? Like, is it okay yet? Um, it's definitely more of a show now. I kind of get where it's going and like what ha- Like, there's more of a conflict. You understand. You understand everything. It didn't make everything in the first two episodes. I think worth it at this point. Like, it's still kind of a waste of time in the first two episodes. But 
uh, you, you, you kind of get the scale of everything and why everything's going on. So okay, um, the first ten minutes, the first. And 10 we, minutes. We're kind of, I think we're we're far enough removed from. I think we already talked about the Mandalorian finale. I think we talked about it already. Um, cameo years ago. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, so I'm I'm reading a tweet from Lace Cameron Pod. Elizabeth Olsen says there's an upcoming cameo in WandaVision from an MCU vet that fans have not heard of yet. It will be as stunning as Luke Skywalker was in the finale of The Mandalorian. Hmm. I'm thinking Mr. Hugh Jackman himself. Well, that, that kind of ruins the surprise. Because now they said, expect it. Now yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, I think they were beginning to hear that people didn't really like the show all that much it's a very divisive show so they're like make sure to watch the end because edward norton will show up i i literally couldn't make it through the first episode i i didn't like the whole like old-timey sitcom feel to it yeah it takes a while to get know, rid of that it. it takes until i don't know i guess episode four is the first one that like wasn't like that so I also when I, I saw the girl from Step Brothers come in. She just pisses me off. So I just like. Oh, I look at her on. I like her too. I don't know her. Her character in that just seems annoying. Like the neighbor, the annoying neighbor. I was like, oh, she plays. She plays an annoying person so well. <laughs> she was like, I don't know. I feel like she's the only one there who knows how to like act comedically. Yeah. Yeah. But like I don't, yeah, I don't know. It was it's all weird. I'm not a big, not a big sitcom fan anyway. So didn't yeah, like the the whole like the old time stuff. Like the they had like the commercial for like the toaster, like women housewife whole feel yeah. to it. I don't know, it. Just just felt weird. I gotta I'll watch go it though. I'm four episodes in, so I have to finish it. I'll go back. I'll go back. I was just when I was watching, I was like, oh, I'm not in the mood to keep watching this. I'll come back to it. I have to be really bored. <laughs> so if it's not Wolverine, they're not setting up uh, uh, mutants, which a lot of people think. Who, who's I guess who's big enough, and who uh, do you think would shock you to see at the end of it? Uh, I'm gonna go Toby Maguire. Oh my god, no! Is it set like what's is it set in like a time? People. Like, I've heard that it might be this might be a sort of setup to um, the next Doctor Strange, Multiverse yeah. Madness. Yeah. And that and some I I think my sister said she heard that it might like uh, Scarlet Witch might be the villain in that. Mm-hmm. I heard that too. So I'm Wait, just trying so to think an MCU vet we haven't heard of. I thought it was set in like the 70s or 60s, right? The show. No, it's um, I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil it, but it's not actually in the sixties. Ah, uh, okay. Because I gotta watch to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like the sixties, but it's not. It 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 takes place. Um. Uh. I don't know. I feel like I'd spoil the show. Yeah, don't don't say it. Okay. It it just it like if we knew we could guess better. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end, we knew like when it was supposed to be put. I, I mean, if it's not mutants and it's not Fantastic Four, I really don't know who it would be that we wouldn't suspect. Like, 
showing up. Um, maybe it's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, that'd be kind of that'd be kind of lame. I'd be like, I I just saw him in Marvel last year. Oh, and he's gonna be in Black Panther. <laughs> oh, did you guys see that they're doing a Black Panther show now? Not Black Panther. Sorry, I meant uh, Black Widow. But yeah, I saw that too. Like a Wakanda show. Yeah, which he's he's dead. I don't think they understand why. <laughs> yeah, I saw someone said they should bring uh, Michael B. Jordan back. Make him Black Panther. I don't like that. That feels messed up. He's dead too. So they would have to. I mean, yeah. to be fair, most of the Marvel characters at this point were dead at some point. So yeah. they should just retire his character. Like, I feel like trying to suck more money out of it is kind of messed up. Like he he did a great job with it. You know, they had a or just let um focus on or just let Suri take over. Have yeah. her be Black Panther. Like, why not? What I also, th- I also think there is a girl Black Panther too, already, oh, like in the comics. No, it is Zuri in the comics, I think. Yeah. So let's make that the next one. Problem solved. Problem solved. I watched Revenge of the Sith again this weekend. Yeah. Still sucks. Yeah, it's a bad team. Oh, well, I, I got into a conversation with two avid Star Wars people who are like, know yeah, all the sequels suck. The prequels are a little bit better and the originals are the best. I agree. Thank you. All right, next topic. Thank you, go. No, so they, I brought up the, the stealing the life force from Padme thing and they, they literally just destroyed me. They're, they're like, that's been proven wrong. Like, there's no, there's no hint at that whatsoever. It's not in the lore. They're like, that's oh, wait. it's not in the lore. I thought that was what happened. No, it's it's inferred. There's never, there's no actual evidence. I don't know. I got completely destroyed. I was not prepared for that fight. <laughs> I brought it up, and I got destroyed. So, I showed Kristen the the. I've been showing her all the Star Wars. So we got through the prequels, and we were finishing Revenge of the Sith. That's one of the prequels. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that's true, but like, they're two are like the worst Star Wars movies. So, <laughs> what's a pretty low bar to clear? Uh, I don't know. It was like it was like all right. Like it's not like a ton that it's like just there's just a lot of boring parts. Yeah, I like don't remember the second one like at all. It's just a Coliseum. It's a whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, like it's a cool scene, but like when I don't need to see Obi Wan like visit like the clone planet and like all that stuff, it's really annoying to sit through. But yeah, the Coliseum and then like the fight with Dooku at the end is cool. That's all right. Yeah, Friend just it just isn't good. I don't know. I don't know why you love it so much. Because it's. It's, uh, in my opinion, it's the second best one. The second, yeah. Good lord. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't, go listen to our Star Wars debate. Yeah, we need a new debate episode. We do, but I think... Maybe not next week, but the week after. Sam, you get to pick this one. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I gotta I'm say who picked. I guess you gotta pick. I'll come up with something this week. All right. Should do what we're streaming. Yeah, we do what we're streaming. Um, I'm trying to think. We try to think of the movies. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I have two movies. Um, first of all, Russian Shits Creek run season two. It's good stuff. I recommend it. Go watch it. Um, but as for movies, two nights ago, I snowed in at my girlfriend's house. Um, couldn't drive there for two days. So the first night we watched American Pie 2. We already had watched American Pie 1 uh, the week before. So um, it's good. They really ran like a beach house or whatever, or a lake house. But I think they bring it back the whole the whole cast, I think. Whole cast makes appearances, yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. And uh, Shermanator makes a return. Even and he, and he gets the broad in the end. Nadia or yeah, yeah, yeah. which is insane. And um, it's kind of weird. The first, eh, I guess, both movies they like frame it as like the four main guys, but it's really the one main guy's movie. Yeah, Jim. It's, it's really Jim's movie. Yeah, like I guess the first one it was a little more of like everyone's movie because they had the pact, but then the second one's definitely Jim's movie. I think well, the first one, the one friend, like. For his name. I forget his name too. He, I know Tom. The girl. He's the girl. He's like. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one, he's obsessed with like the band girl, right? Yeah. Or the theater girl. Yeah. 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 So they all they have more stories embedded in the first one. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Also, the dad from Shit's Creek's in it. Eugene Le- Levy or Levi. Yeah. The best part of the second one is when. Um, uh, Stifler, Stifler's mom comes to the, the the lake house. The end. Yeah, love that. Love that scene. That's funny. Oh. I always, I forget that guy's name too, but he, the weird one. He's funny too. Um. So yeah, I watched American Pie, and then the next night, um, starting to get on the Oscar movie kick. Watch the Trial of Chicago Seven. Uh, new yes, sir. Nothing, knew nothing about it going in. I didn't know like the historical event, like any of that. Um, but apparently it's what nineteen sixty nine or something, and um, it's about people who are protesting the Vietnam War. Um, but like different groups. So like one of them, he wasn't even supposed to be like there, but he's in Black Panther. Or two of them are in like the youth uh, hippie. Eh, kind of hippie like whatever and that's like Sasha Baron Cohen and the other guy um and then there's like one or two other groups um but yeah I like the cast is good it was a courtroom drama I would say so a lot of it took place in the courtroom there's a lot of like you know courtroom language and stuff so you have to be in with that um but outside the courtroom's really good too and so the cast like you had the guy from Fantastic Beasts he was kind of the main guy. And then Eddie you had Redmayne. Sasha, Eddie Redmayne. And then you had Sasha Baron Cohen in the first serious role I've seen him play. He, he did really good. Um, I think the guy from Black Panther was a famous actor. Is it Yaya Abdul? Is it yeah, Abdul Mateen. He's a, I know him from um, Watchmen. He's a watch, He's in the yeah. Watchmen TV show. He's also in the some flashbacks in the beginning of Us. He's like the dad in that. Oh, um, yeah, true. Yeah. And then I feel like I'm forgetting, like, oh, uh, the guy from The Founder, actually, 
and he's also John, in John Carroll Lynch, Zodiac, John Carroll Lynch. Yep, it's always I love I like him a lot. It's always good to see him and stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but the the guy who played the judge did a good job of like being a really hateable judge, um, in general. Um, but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Someone like the like the scenes and like the talk about like riots and stuff definitely played with today's uh, society and stuff. So yeah, I thought it was good. Definitely one of the better movies I've seen. It should probably be up for best picture. We'll see. Yeah, a lot of people have it. Maybe it's the front runner right now because of how like they like it's hard like to not like it at the very least. Yeah. Um, to not come out enjoying at least some of it. Um, and then there's a lot of people who like it who like it a lot. Like I like I'm a big fan. Um, let's see, yeah, like Aaron Sorkin writing it, that's always a positive. I really like that. I just don't think, uh, I don't know if you'd have an, a best actor from it. I don't think I would go so far. Yeah, it depends on, um, what, uh, it really depends on the Judas premiere and how well Kalua does. But if Kalua, for some reason, like, unfirst, like some unforeseen reason, um, like doesn't do that well which I, I highly doubt gonna happen um i think sasha baron cohen's basically a lock to win supporting actor for abby Hoff, his portrayal of abby hoffman and yeah abby yeah. hoffman's a pretty cool guy i got his book after this oh very nice but yeah that one's really good i was a big fan definitely if anyone who's listening hasn't seen it it's on netflix so yeah yeah, no excuse. It's on Netflix. Go go watch it. Also, it wasn't that long. It was like 210. I thought it'd be longer. Yeah, but. it's like regular length. Yeah. I was actually between um I was between t- two of the Oscar movies and one of them was long. Oh, the five bloods. I almost watched that. But that one's really long. Yeah, that was two thirty five. So ten minutes yeah. or two hours and ten minutes. Two hours, ten minutes. And then yeah. All right, what are you guys streaming? Um, what I what I watched in the last week was primarily started Lucifer, Netflix show. You guys yeah. heard of it? Talk to Sam about that. She's obsessed with that show. Really? Oh, she watches. Yeah, you should text her. She's like still watching the last season, I think, because it got bought by Netflix, I think. Yeah, it's its own. I I don't think it's a Netflix original. Yeah, but no, yeah. it's not. It's not. Yeah, I've only watched seven episodes but they're hour episodes and i think it's a pretty cool concept like the devil kind of leaving hell and living a human life where he still has like some of his powers and then he kind of stumbles into being a detective in a sense so he's kind of like a punisher it's like still in a way punishing bad people but he's doing it in like a human form so it's an, it's an interesting concept. Good show. That the guy who plays the devil is like a really he I think he's a pretty good actor. He he plays it well. It fit, fits well. I've I haven't never seen it, it, so I don't know. What'd you say, Sam? I've heard of it. I just haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't I've seen any of it. Episode or two. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people have said stuff about it, so I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Right. Uh, Try to remember what I saw. Um, I watched uh, well, House of Cards and um, Handmaid's Tale, still going strong. 
Uh, I think Hand, Handmaid's Tale is kind of winning out. That's the better show right now. Um, uh, we just finished season one of that, um, and it was really good. And we and it's yeah, that one's really good. Um, House of Cards has a it just has like there's just like odd just like sexual scenes that just make everyone uncomfortable between like uh like uh i think it's kevin spacey which like already he already even just watching the show here you're in a gray area and then it's like him and um what's her name uh what's it mara is her last name i think um she's in fantastic four the new one not the old one but there's like a pretty significant age gap between them and it's like very awkward like those those scenes are all very weird um unnecessarily long they're not even like unnecessarily long they're just like weird situations Gotcha. Like, I, like, yeah. So it's weird. I mean, I have to say, The Handmaid's Tale doesn't have like, yeah, uncomfortable yeah. sexual scenes. But like, at least, like, at least it makes more sense. Like within the story, like sometimes, like House of Cards just comes out of nowhere, and you're like, why is this happening? Do people um, do that stuff sometimes. I I never enjoy it. Like, yeah, you could just pan out. We don't. We get the. Yeah. We assume. We assume. Yeah, I just want to like keep the show moving. Like, I don't need like this to go on for five minutes. Um, I feel like I watched something else, but I can't remember. Um, yeah, we watched Star Wars. Oh, we watched um the little things on HBO Max, which is like a series. Like what? I said a lot of people don't like that. What'd you think? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't anything crazy. Um. Like I'm a big I'm a big fan of like the serial killer like detective movies, and it didn't really bring like anything new. It's kind of just like uh, it, a lot of it seemed like it was trying to copy Seven. Um, it's like it's it it's trying to make itself. I I felt like a bit of like a David Fincher clone because I kept getting like Zodiac and Seven vibes, except like dollar bin version. So I had I had a pretty good time. Uh, there's enough like twists and turns like keep you kind of like entertained for two hours. Jared Leto is actually really good because they just let him be a serial killer, which he already kind of just seems like in real life. So definitely made it more believable. Rami Malek kind of took me out of it. I didn't think he was very good. He was probably my least favorite character. Denzel's good. It's hard. It's hard not to like Denzel Washington. True. Like, always, like even like even his like hateable characters like he was the dad in fences who was like an abusive dad and like um hanging flight i haven't seen flight but i've seen the clips i've seen it's like alcoholic pilot um i don't know i think it's just because he's at, at the end of the day he's still coach boone remember the titans he's just like one of the best football coaches ever so Yeah, that's all I got. But I, w- I would recommend it if you need like two hours of like easy entertainment, like something you don't have to like completely sit down and like focus on. True. All right, let's uh, wrap this one up. Does anyone have a song you want me to play? Yeah, give, give me one sec. I can get a song. Unless Peppy gets one before me. Um. 
don't know why, but Earth, Wind, and Fire just came to my mind. Something from Earth, Wind, and Fire. We've used that one. I know we've used that one. Give me some, uh, give me, uh, some, give me some Motion Sickness by Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe I'm a Phoebe Bridgers stan now, by the way. <laughs> I love Phoebe Bridgers. Okay. I'm assuming this is a TikTok song. No. I mean, I think it's on TikTok, but I, I did not hear it on TikTok. Okay. Oh, uh, boy. What episode is this? Like 39 or something? Who knows? It is episode. Yeah, it is. All right. It's been episode 39 of Spew. See you next week with our guest. Uh, Matt, I'm even going to name drop him. He'll be on. Uh, this talk is going to look so bad. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, and this is Motion Sickness by Phoebe Bridger.
that is 